Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. guys, welcome back to Pink Shade with Aaron Martin. Happy spring. How's everybody doing? It's been a great week here. It's my daughter's birthday this week and we're getting all ready for the festivities and the the jumping at the pump it up places we go to for these little ones and the inevitable puking that will occur afterwards. But it's all good. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fantastic. And it's going to usher us into the next phase of spring, which will bring us getting ready to go to L.A. Yes, I've been telling you guys about this L.A. trip. Mary Payne Gilbert, who does the weekly Seeking Sister Wife Love After Lockup and soon to be 90 Day Fiance recaps with me. She and I are heading out to L.A. and we want you to meet up with us if you live in the area, if you want to fly out for it, if you can drive on over. We are going to be at Countess and Friends on May 3rd, Friday night, and May 4th, Saturday night. We are in the process of reserving space at Pump and maybe walking over to Tom Tom's. So I want to hear from you guys if you want to come, if you want to meet us. We have some fun swag lined up. Yes, we do. We are getting some fun things going, and it's just going to be a ball. There's going to be a lot of people there just laughing our asses off together. That's the whole point of talking about all of this crazy stuff that we can't get enough of on Bravo, TLC, WeTV, Lifetime, everything out there. Oh my gosh, Housewives is a mess, but in the best way possible. I have Krista from Krista and the Morning Rush radio show, 93.1 Jams here in local Madison Radio. With me today, she came to my house. She's in studio with me, kind of like Tracy, who hosts the show with her, did a few weeks back, and we do a Housewives deep dive. We talk about Atlanta. We talk about Beverly Hills. And of course, we talk about my MVPs forever, New York. Now, we did this just after last week's episodes aired, so we did not cover part one of the Atlanta reunion. We sort of talked about where they had left things at the end of the season from the finale. However, I caught up on the part one, you know, the Sunday night, and I was like, what? This isn't really all that entertaining. I mean, I know they save really the juiciest stuff for parts two and sometimes three, but I felt like this reunion was just really slow. It was kind of sweet. They had some good flashbacks to fun moments. They always start out with some softball questions. Nini is a hot mess at this reunion. Her attitude is so stank. She is just ready to fight. And it's like a lion pacing the cage, watching her sit there and just be passive aggressive and reply in one word answers. Man, I don't want to see that from her. I like when she's funny and shady. I don't like this. This is not a good look. So I think it's going to heat up next week. But anyway, Krista's here to talk with me about everything else. You can follow her on all of her social media. And of course, you can listen to her on 93.1 Jams every morning. If you're here in the Madison area, 
and she's on from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., I believe. I go on with them in studio once a month so far, and hopefully we keep doing that. Kristen and Tracy are really fun girls. I love them both. And remember to follow me at Erin Leah Martin on Twitter and Instagram. You can join the Pink Shade with Erin Martin Facebook group page, and you can head over to patreon.com slash pinkshade, of course, to get bonus episodes. I'll also be on Jenny McCarthy this Friday to talk housewives, and we will be heading back into 90 Day Fiancé territory. Don't you worry when it comes back April 28th. Mary Payne Gilbert is back with me this Thursday to talk about that Seeking Sister Wife Snowden wedding. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had a lot to say. All right, but let's do Housewives today. Here we go. Guess who I'm here with today? Krista from Krista in the Morning Rush. She is the host of Krista in the Morning Rush. It's a morning show here in Madison, 93.1 Jams. I've been on there twice with Krista and Tracy, and Krista came to my house in Verona. She's sitting across from me right now to talk housewives. Welcome. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited that you came here. I I feel really official when people come here. (laughs) Because usually I just have my headphones on and my little computer and Skype. And I'm like, hi, I'm Erin. I live in Wisconsin. Oh, my gosh. Because I'm talking to people who have no idea where I am. So, Ooh. But you're a local girl. Girl, yes. It's so crazy to be like, oh, my gosh. I used to be almost a neighbor here. Uh, but then I decided to move on out to nobody living uh, in a good old Maisie out in the woods. So Maisie Maisie. That's right. I know. Mm-hmm. But you don't live near Eric and Lita. We were talking about them from 90 Day Fiance. Oh, right. They're in Baraboo. <gasps> you're a little bit closer to them. They have a good winery out there. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have the circus. Yes. And they have Lita. Oh, my god. I don't gosh. know if you know who these people are that well, but they're heinous. Really? They're awful. Oh, yeah, because I caught it on TV and I was like, are you kidding me? They're awful, awful people. And, yeah, they're in our great state. Oh, my. So I, I plan on stalking them at some point. I've threatened it on this podcast really? many times, but I never have. I've driven by the Baraboo exit and thought... Maybe I should just get off here and look for that crappy apartment oh they live in, but yes. I haven't done it. Well, let me know if you have a white van or if you need one. I'll get you one. <laughs> like a Scientology. Yes. Like back in the day. <laughs> so, Krista, I had Tracy in, who is your co-host, yeah. just a few weeks ago, and I love her, and I love you, and I've loved coming on the radio with you. Thank you. Madison, but you have been in radio for a really, really long time. Yeah. Yep. Like, how did you come into this morning show? Were you always a morning show person? So, um... I actually was doing mornings in Michigan, in Kalamazoo, Michigan, oh, for eight years. Okay. Um, but I actually got into radio because I went to school for theater in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And as my um, way to graduate at the Turbo uh, University, I had to do an acting recital. And I was really into improv. That was more my thing. Um, so uh, that's what I really wanted to pursue. So I did some like parodies and then... Um, there was the general manager of the radio station that was in the audience and uh, asked who I was to my director. So after singing the song Fire Crotch and One Eye, because I have one eye and I have red hair, it all went from there. So I had my first radio job uh, based off of that. Oh my god! I know, right? You did. Yes, that's amazing. Well, I wasn't not the cutest thing walking around when I was a girl. You know, I mean, like the red hair and the you know the glass eye. I was like, well. 
I might as well make light of it and make it into something. So that's yeah, I love how I found that you. It. I love that you came at it that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's that's not only inspiring. That's like making it funny. I think is so Thank fierce. You. Thank you. You know, yeah, it really is. Like I I'm going to control this. Yeah, I'm it was going to let you control the narrative about me. Yeah, kind of. And it was funny because one of the teachers that I went to school with, she's like, "Well, we just don't know where to put you." You know, when it came to like being in um, the shows, the singing shows, and stuff like that. But I knew what I wanted to do, and it wasn't. I didn't have a great voice but I knew I love to like entertain uh so it just you know um, yeah the man up above I guess had me fall into it and do you love it still yeah I do I love it I I tried to pursue the acting for like six years I didn't make a dime uh I made no money honey I was like I lived the life as a server um and then you were like a Vanderpump Rules kid without the show I yeah. Yes. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I really miss radio, but I had to somehow learn about it. I just knew how to talk. I didn't know anything about it. So mm-hmm. I went to broadcasting school and, and then I got back into it. So, yeah. So in 2000, I started and yeah, that's fun. really cool. Thank you. I mean, yeah. 2000. So it's been 19 years. Yeah. I'm an old lady, honey. No, me too. <laughs> I say things like, oh, I've been doing that for 20 years, but yeah. I really, it feels like two. It does. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah. And I also think I've said this many times on the podcast. I think everything was 10 years ago. Right. Everything. I'd be like, yeah, I think that came, that song came out 10 years ago. No, it came out 30 years ago. <laughs> like, yes. It's so bad. I'm like, whole people have grown up and had children and marriages and probably divorces since that song has come out. And I think it just came out like a decade ago. I'm always doing that. I love it. Yeah. My husband and I are like, yeah, we're at that point. And we also think things are like the wrong prices. Oh, we're really like, sure. Isn't milk supposed to be like $1.50? And yeah. it makes me sound like an old lady. Oh, it's good. And I think that. So, but well, anyway... So you are on Jams Now, 6 to 10 a.m. every morning. Mm-hmm. It's a radio station that is really, like, you have, that you of course, it's a morning show. So you're playing songs, you're playing the good beats, you're playing good music. But you guys are always bringing people in locally right. to, you do, like, theme shows, you do Diva for a Day, mm-hmm. you do Mom Squad. I love all the segments. And what it... I want you to talk about one segment in particular sure. because I think my listeners would love hearing about this. You do this one. What is it called? It's the one with the date, second date update. Yes. Or, yep. Okay. That's explain it. what this is because I've listened to it several times and I love it. Oh, well, I'm really happy I'm not in the dating scene because it is crazy out there. But yep, uh, people who um, actually have gone on a date who really enjoyed the date, um, these are the people who somewhat are like, why isn't this person getting back to me? So they call us, they tell us about their date. And then we get a hold of that person. They went out on a date. And then we try to find out the reason why they're not getting back to that person. And our goal is, of course, to get this second date. And honey, the majority of them are crazy. I'm like, what? they don't work out. And there's a reason why. <laughs> there is a reason. It is nuts. I listened to one one time. And you probably, I don't know if you remember this. It was a recent one where the woman was really turned off because the guy paid for the date with a gift card. And then, yep. and then you guys called him and you said, you know, she really didn't like the fact that you paid for the movies and everything yeah. with a gift card. Yeah. And he, and his answer was so touching that they actually did go on a second date. It was something like, well, I buy those gift cards because it supports an animal fundraiser. Yeah. There's a charity out here, um, that supports animal shelters. Yes. And so th- all these gift cards that if he used them, they benefited that. Right. Particular so charity. he actually buys those gift cards on purpose yeah. to like benefit the shelter. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I am so sorry. I would totally go on a second date right. with you. I was listening to it like this works. 
worked. It worked. It, it worked. It's it, probably the minority of times. Oh, for sure. Because usually it's just yeah. like a shit show. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about, because uh, I don't know what if I can say this, but I'm like, listen, ladies. Or no, listen, guys. No woman wants to see uh, the dick pic. Nobody wants to see a dick pic. Thank you, girl. You can, you can say it. Yes. No. <laughs> Just, you can say yeah. anything yeah, you yeah. want here. I have the explicit rating, and they're never taking it away from I me, love it. Okay. so I'm just yeah. free. Yep. Yeah, nobody wants to see no, that, I don't period. get it. I don't get it. What I don't get is how it's, uh, like, people have persevered with it for so long. Yeah. Because the message is loud and clear out there. Right. None of us are interested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yet, they keep coming. Still keeps coming, honey. <laughs> It just keeps coming. And I asked my husband, I'm like, why do guys send these dick pics? He goes, well, we're trying to turn you on. I go, no, we're not turned on. No. I don't even know what your face looks like. No. I just went out on a date. I don't even remember what your face looks like. I want to see a picture of you, like, filling up my car with gas. Yes. I would, that would totally turn me on. Mm. Running it through the car wash, coming home, unloading the dishwasher. Mm. Take selfies of yourself doing Mm. that, and I'll be like, girl, you're mine. Yeah, right? I yes. love it. Yep. Dick pic? No. No to the dick pics. No to the dick pics. <laughs> love it. Oh my God. Well, I love that segment. You do oh, a, thank you. so many fun segments and you do really great fundraisers on the show too. Oh, thank you, love. You do like thons, right? Mm-hmm. Like radio thons. Yeah. And also just bring people in to collaborate. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's a really, this, I love, the station is really involved with the community. Yeah, we, we really try to, you know, once a year we work with the American Family Children's Hospital. So it's a three-day radiothon where we're broadcasting live at the Children's Hospital mm-hmm. uh, for sick kids. Um, you know, we just got done with a Tolarian radiothon, mm-hmm. Fight Against Addiction, to promote mental health. Um, when it comes to, you know, I have, I have another one coming up at Five Club to help a grace. So it's a big drag show. So, yeah, I think it's really important. I would love to partner with you. Ooh, really? On any of that. Okay, yes. fabulous. And, yeah. I mean, you had me at drag show. Yeah? Oh. So, but but yeah. seriously, yeah. I would love to do that. So, we could talk about that okay. off the air, love but it. I just love all the stuff you do. Oh, thank you. But, you know what we also love? We love Bravo. TV. So this is so funny. We were, before we got on the air, you guys, Kristen and I were like, okay, what should we talk about? And it's like, we can't stop talking even to record. Like we were talking about the housewives so much. I had to say, okay, wait, let's record this because we started getting into the Nene and Cynthia thing. Mm. And then we're talking about Luann and the Dorinda and the sobriety and what's going on. I mean, I feel like, and I don't know if you feel the same, but when you when you watch these shows, you can get judged for it a lot. Like yeah. people are like, oh, that's so vapid. It's just a bunch of, you know, middle-aged women arguing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, these are our, these are our fire pits. Mm-hmm. These are our gather round, you know, the wi- women and men, but mostly women have always watched the soap operas and talked about it. It's like, these are the stories we talk about and the themes because then we apply them to our lives and our friendships. They're super dramatic. Hopefully that's much different than our world, right? which hopefully is less dramatic, but sometimes it's not. Yeah. You know, they're going through divorces. They're going through addiction issues. They're going through the breakup of friendships, people dying. I mean, I don't know. I always get defensive about the housewives when people do come at, come at us, the viewers saying like, why do you watch that crap? And I'm like, you don't understand unless you're one of us. Yeah. When I meet someone like you and it's like, we bond right away Mm -hmm. over it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, it's just, it's just a thing. I feel like it is my go-to place. Uh, like you said, it's like a sofa back in the day. I remember like growing up, uh, my mom watching the days of our lives or bold and the beautiful. And it was Santa Barbara. Yes. It was just always good to put yourself into someone else's world. 
That's yes. what it was. It was like an escape. It is an escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's also, it's a way that we have a common interest to talk about mm-hmm. without having to, we reveal a lot about ourselves when we talk about these women, right. but we don't have to get too vulnerable with ourselves. Right. Too. I mean, you know? I wish I had right? that house. I wish I had those clothes. I mean, I wish I were you. A lot of times I do. Believe me. I know. And yeah. then you see like their lives fall apart and you're like, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not. So Nini, Cynthia, mm. let's talk about that first. Okay. These women have been friends forever. Cynthia wrote a friendship contract at one point and then rips that contract up oh years ago remember, remember that? that yes and they, i mean and they had a huge falling out years ago over peter and mm-hmm. cynthia was like stay out of women's business oh. your husband's a bitch yes i remember and that cynthia yeah. cut her off and so they've been at these really low points before mm-hmm. what do you think right now and like so the scenario is Cynthia brought Kenya to her event, and Nini said she should have had a heads up. Now, Cynthia is claiming on interviews since this aired that she didn't know for sure that Kenya was coming. Yet, we saw, like, that hot mic situation where she told her boyfriend, I was supposed to act surprised that Kenya was coming. So, what do you think the truth is, and who's right? I... I I do believe that uh, she did know. I do. Cynthia knew um, that she was definitely coming. Yeah, I do. But even if she even had one slight of an inkling that she even heard, like say it was a little birdie, a rumor, I do out of respect believe she should have definitely told Nini. That puts her in a really awkward position. And I think just being with you know when you're best friends with someone, if you know in your heart in any situation this would make my best friend uncomfortable, that's your girl. You're right. supposed to be the wing woman. So it's really disheartening to see that that she didn't do that with her. Right. Because in real life, I mean, can you imagine you and Tracy, your co-host, yeah. are good friends. My bestie. Yeah. Right. Your besties. And so can you imagine if like her sworn enemy who who has been dogging her on social media was coming on your show yeah. one day and you just forgot to tell her? You would right. never forget I, to tell her. Yeah. You, you know. And she would never forget, in air quotes, to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> like you would give right. each other the heads up if you're good friends. Yeah. However, it's like take it to the next level and put your producer hat on. And it's like mm-hmm. Cynthia's really kind of playing producer here. Like, okay, well, I'm going to do this for the show. Mm-hmm. To me, that's what it seems like. I see that. Because she didn't just forget to tell Nini. She right. made a decision consciously not to tell her for the sake of the drama yeah. in the show. And I don't know if that was at the producer's urging or not, but it's this is really a show choice. I totally not a friendship agree with you. choice. Yes, and I think with these women, no matter what they are, like you said, they're this is a show of entertainment. These women are making money. Mm-hmm. They need to stay relevant, and and maybe, like you said, maybe this was her way to have her storyline continue. And, and and who's who's yeah. always voted most boring housewife on Atlanta? Cynthia. Yes, girl. And so. <laughs> She's like, I'm going out with a bang. And guess who's getting talked about all since the last episode? Cynthia. Nobody's ever talking about her. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Yeah. those moves do actually matter. I don't know what the truth is, but it feels very much like producer driven. Now, Mm -hmm. Nini's response is always a 10 when it could be a three. Right. So, of course, she's going nuts on everybody and she's going nuts on social media. And she's saying, I'll never be friends with Cynthia again. I don't know that that's true. She said the same thing about Marlo. She said the same thing about Greg when she divorced his ass. True. It was pulling, oh, yeah. off, pulling oh, off the earrings. Yes, she was. And she was ripping off the yeah. lashes. And she said, yes, you she have was. done me wrong. Woo! That scene. Mm-mm. I mean, so she's done this to lots of people. Yes. 
And even to Cynthia before, I think they'll probably come back together. I almost, when you brought up, it brought me back to when they did, they had that contract. I was like, oh, this is going to be a single white female incident. <laughs> she is in love with her. And, uh, and then, so I really thought that I did. I'm like, oh, that brings me back to single white female. Right. Like someone's getting murdered. Yeah. Before, this, before the end of the day, someone's getting murdered. Who does that? What happened to the best friend necklace? I mean, no, no, you're going to sign a contract. Uh, so, yeah, I just, uh, and then to watch Nini go through this uh, whole thing with um, with Greg and being sick. Uh, yeah. Like, What's your take on that? Because I, I really have been giving her a pass. Like, yeah. you know, first of all, Nini's Nini. Mm-hmm. She's not, uh, she, she's a self-involved person. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's not going to change overnight because yeah. Greg is sick. But I think she was speaking a lot of truth that people can relate to by saying it's hard when someone's sick, you know, like it is a burden on you. Now, does she take it too far and really make it all about herself? Yeah, she does. She Mm -hmm. neeneifies it, Mm -hmm. but she's really getting, she's really being called a villain for how she's talked about it. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you feel when you watch these scenes? Um, I, I do feel bad for her as well. I do just, just knowing, um, and I, I know you and I were talking briefly mm-hmm. off there. Um, both my parents are past, mm-hmm. but I had a real connection watching my mother's health deteriorate in front of me. And you can tell when, when you don't feel good, you just are not happy. And I could, I can understand like maybe Greg's just, you know, you, he's not himself anymore because he's not happy. He doesn't feel good. And so he's going to be grouchy. And I can see how that can affect you know, when you're, you're married with someone, especially how that's put a damper and made now Nini, um, unhappy. It's a hard, it's a hard thing. Caring for someone that is sick, I believe is not anything hard. to take lightly. It's very hard, yeah. but she's, I think her innate selfishness. Oh, for sure. And yeah. total narcissism yeah. and enormous ego yeah. are not allowing her to grow with this. She's right. just resisting it. Yeah. Like this is horrible. And yeah. so that's what people are being like. Bitch, like get a grip. And right. I agree with that. Yeah. Well, when you watch her go on Andy Cohen or anyone that, that brings that subject up, she does. She talks as if you have no idea what Greg does. Like it's always like she is the victim and he's the one. He's the right. one. So I have seen that. So right. that does get her in hot hot water. Yeah, as it should, because yeah. she needs to she needs to grow beyond that. And I don't know that she's capable of it. Sure. Frankly. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we're ever gonna see Nini say you know, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be of service to him. Right. <laughs> She's like, he's mean. Mm. He's mean to me. I got my swagal. Oh, I went on Swagalicious, by the way, online. That is expensive. Swagalicious? Yeah. That is her store, yeah. right? It's online. I heard her stuff's expensive. Like, what in the hell? Yeah. 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 I was like, wow. Yeah. Cause I was going to get Tracy something as a gift. And I was like, I can't afford $130. Hell no. Yeah. You know, Erica Jane was just on the Jenny McCarthy show last week talking about how she's partnering with shoe dazzle. Yeah. Shoe dazzle is where you pay what, like 30 bucks a month mm-hmm. and you get a new pair of shoes yeah. every. And she was saying that she wanted to do, she wanted to partner with someone, something that was actually affordable instead of all these housewives businesses. Yes. Where like we, who are actually the fans and the viewers, mm-hmm. We're a lot, many of us aren't the 1%, right? you know, yeah. we're watching it and we'd like to get something fun and housewives related. Right. And I was like, that's so smart of her. Yeah. Because a lot of this shit, like if you're not going to be paying for it, if you can get a real brand, mm-hmm. it's housewives. It's the housewives. <laughs> I don't want 
come on. I don't, want, I don't want a Mimi store brand no. for like $700. Oh my gosh. I want like a real brand. Yeah. She has like those see-through purses that she showed in her store. They were like $350. For, for something for your, from Swagalicious. Yes. And that like a jean hat with like the bezazzle diamonds. That was like $98. No. <laughs> Well, just, no. just know for yeah. free, also. Yeah, just, <laughs> I do not want myself a 1980s <laughs> denim hat, honey. I, I think I had one. I know, right? I, I th- remember burning. I think I, had a, I think I had a New Kids one. Yeah. New Kids on the blog with oh, a dazzled denim hat. Ooh, there was definitely a denim hat that I had. I know I did. Yeah. And I had a denim jacket oh. with the buttons all over Girl. it. Yes. Yeah. But I don't want to be paying for that now. No. We've already done that. <laughs> okay. So let's move on to Beverly Hills because the other friendship on the chopping block yeah. or just already it's, it's done as of this past week is Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. So you watched that scene that had been previewed forever. Yeah. It was actually the beginning scene that started this season and then they flashed back to everything up to it again. So we'd all been anticipating it. Yeah. I don't know. Just give me your thoughts, girl. Like, what okay. do you think is actually going on with the tabloids and the, the true story of the dog? What do you, what are you making like what? What is the story in your head? Well, it's so I, confusing. It's so it's really. I was very confused. I know I talked to you about this on our show. I'm like, I'm so confused about this dog. Like, is the dog okay? Who has the dog? Is who's really at fault at uh, on this? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is truly sad that this friendship again has been torn. Um, I was more shocked by the way Ken responded to Kyle. Thank you. Yeah, oh my gosh. Like he didn't even know. I don't think he knew what the conversation was, but he immediately walked in, but he backs his wife hundred percent, no matter what he does, which I think is admirable. Mm-hmm. But the way he did it was really gross to yeah. me. I did not like that. I did not like his finger in her face. Mm-hmm. And how he was, like, screaming at her on Lisa's behalf. Yeah. You know, I thought, uh, he, he did that to Yolanda years ago. He screamed oh, at yeah. Brandy like that. Anytime anyone, you know, has an argument, a, a serious argument with mm-hmm. Lisa or calls her out for something, and hey, you know what? It might not be true. Right. And he might be defending her innocence. Absolutely. But, oh, yeah. like, getting in a woman's face like that or pushing, like, he's 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 gotten a little too physically aggressive, I think, in, in a personal space type right. of way. Oh, I, I know. Totally, no, I do. I was, I was it, totally shocked. It, I was like, wow. It freaks me out. Yeah. And I was like, what is he pointing at? I didn't know. Was he showing her a video or was it the Radar Online ad? He was, like, showing her the TMZ interview oh. that Lisa did shortly after the Radar. Oh, because she was. was like, no, Dorit didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> everything's fine. The dog is fine. And Mm. it's like, okay, well, you know, TMZ probably did come right over to Vanderpump Dogs as soon as they see Radar, which is like their crappy little sister. Okay. You know. Got it. Oh, yeah. They're all related. (laughs) They're all in bed together. They're all pulling the covers up at night together. But they probably went over to Vanderpump Dogs and were like, what's your comment on this Radar article? And I'm sure that's what happened. I'm sure she didn't seek out TMZ. Right. However... It is all a little fishy. Mm-hmm. However, again, Lisa was really rattled and really upset and swore on her children that That's she did not thing. plant that story. Yeah. I mean, I I was like left really believing her. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I was talking to Tracy about this. I said, as a mom, like no mother would ever mm-hmm. put their child mm-hmm. and say that up it up for gamble here. Like I put it on my children's life. That Especially I that. for like freaking Dorit. Yeah. <gasps> Dorit. I mean, is that really how she talked? I mean, we that, talk about that also. 
That so-and-so is mm-hmm. from Connecticut. Oh. I mean, she's from Connecticut. We've all seen the yearbook photo with yeah. the permed hair. Uh, yeah, yeah. She <laughs> is not who she says she is on so many levels. Mm. I think Dorit and PK are just the shadiest mofos out there. Really? Yeah. They do not have the money they say they have. I, something in me wonders if... So Jenny Jenny McCarthy had this theory we talked about on her show, and I've been thinking about it ever since. Something about, something in me is wondering if this is somehow producer-driven. Okay. Or just someone kind of like in the inner workings of the show who maybe slipped the information to Radar. Right. And said, you know, here's what's going on with these ladies behind the scenes. They're really upset about this dog thing. And then it came out and, because Lisa has quit the show. That's what for I, the rest I of the know season. You told me I'm waiting for that. It's she's only on for like a couple more episodes, I think. Maybe mm-hmm. even one more. I'm not sure. But they said there's a good show after that. I'm like, you promised <laughs> that kind of shit before yeah, too. Right? I don't know. <laughs> I watched the OC last year. Oh yeah, it sucks. Yeah, but it's just it makes me think maybe this is why LVP was so mad at the show because to quit the show isn't to be mad at the cast, right? It's like being mad at the cast and having drama with the cast is one thing. Yeah. And she is kind of a different person on Vanderpump Rules, and they film at the same time. But it's like she's out mm-hmm. with the show. And I'm like, did someone on the show do something? Like someone in production? I don't That's know. That's a good call because, I mean, she's like, she's such a powerful businesswoman. Like, this girl ain't playing. No. And like you said, she probably, almost like Vicky, like, they have asked her to step down uh, right, I think. Right, yes. is that right? Like you're you're not going to be the high. Uh, you're going to like have a smaller part on this. Um, yeah, I think, like you said, I, I maybe she's just like, if you're not going to do it the way I want to, then I'm out because she she's so rich. I don't I don't. It has such high notoriety on Vanderpump too that maybe she's just done. She has the other show. She's just right? tired of it. Well, I think she does really well on a show where she can control the narrative, where mm-hmm. she is the head honcho and she's in charge and she's got a lot of people around her acting like assholes. Yeah, but she huh? but she's the responsible right. one. Mm-hmm. So Vanderpump Rules is a perfect scenario for so her. Interesting. And as we've been hearing, Vanderpump Dogs might be the next spin-off and she'd be completely in control of that as well because she's at the top of the pyramid but on an ensemble show like housewives you can be the villain one season and it's happened to her several times where there've been these gang ups and i heard her on an interview just last week where she just said she's sick of it got it so yeah i don't know it feels like yeah a cast thing definitely a friendship with Mm -hmm. kyle but they're in a business partnership too i mean they're co-workers yeah and it also feels like a production thing. I don't know. I'm oh, excited to see what all, happens. Oh, want, my. I just really want people to remember that Dorit did this. It's not like it's all turned into. She's annoying. I don't she's so annoying, Krista. What right? was that visor with that bathing suit she I had on? I can't. Who does that? <laughs> I cannot with her visors <laughs> uh, yes. and her Gucci suspenders <laughs> or whatever the hell they are yeah. and her fanny packs. And it's just like. Lady, just put your Target leggings on and yeah. be who you are. We know be that real, yeah. PK owes millions of dollars to the Bellagio. He's being sued by multiple business partners. Mm-hmm. They haven't paid for their swimwear line. He, they are smoking They're mirrors. In trouble. Big time. And he's not cute. I was trying to figure out what the age difference between them two. He is a sweaty potato. Gross. He's gross. He is disgusting. Yeah. yeah, and he also, you know, they claim that they're such good friends with Ken and Lisa, but... Right. 
I wonder if there's like some shady business deals going on between those couples. It's mm-hmm. like, why would they be friends? Because Ken and Lisa seem like legitimate business people. Why right. would you be associated with the Kemsleys? Right. And I thought about that too, because it wasn't PK like really good for you. Like you said, with Lisa, wasn't he good friends with Lisa first? Yeah. So when, I don't when get it. all that, if I was like, if my, if there was an issue between my good friend and like, say my wife, I, that'd be causing me huge anxiety. I would try to like mend this friendship as much as I could, unless I'm involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you sneaky. think Kyle was the shit stirrer with this? Or do you think she was right to go tell Lisa what everybody was thinking? And that she agreed with it, though. Um, I think she. I think she did what she should have done. Really? Yeah, yeah, I do because I think again that goes back to like uh, me thinking about you know Cynthia knowing something that she should have told her best friend. You're right. It's the same kind of scenario. Yeah. If you know, see something, yeah. say something. If you <laughs> hear something, say something. Yeah, especially when it's your best friend. No, you're right. Yeah, and but. Here's the problem, though, that she she didn't just say these all these ladies think you did this. Mm-hmm. Lisa got upset because she said, well, you don't believe that, do you? And Kyle said, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But gosh, I, I'm really happy that she did say that because she I think probably for Kyle, she was done trying to defend her in this way. You know, I feel like we all maybe have friends that we we truly love, but we there might be something about them, you know, that just irks you. Like, you know, I have a girlfriend that I mean, mm-hmm. all she does is put out on social media about how the man she's with is not good for her. I'm like, nobody cares about that. Oh I, my it, god. And, and it's hard for me to tell her that. I was like, you tell that to me or your other good girlfriends. Don't put that out on social media. People mm-hmm. don't care. They're just gonna ridicule you for complaining. I know <laughs> you. It's it's like you're embarrassed for them. Yes, but you're also embarrassed to tell them that yes. because that's hard... humiliating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like how do how do I tell you this in a in a <sighs> way that's not gonna make you piss without just like hacking your account and deleting. That's it right. <laughs> or I'm just going to delete your damn Facebook. <laughs> I'm trying to save you. Just being single right now. Okay. Totally. Right? I don't know. Totally. So, See, yeah. you, you guys, this is why we love Housewives, because it relates to our regular lives. <laughs> I mean, Kyle and Lisa are so fabulous, but my God, they're going through what friends go through. Yeah. You know? There's something that has been bothering Kyle for years, mm-hmm. she's saying. Now, is Kyle a shit stir and is Kyle a manipulator, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely. <laughs> I mean, all of them are, yeah. though, to a certain extent. Rinna is a fantastic oh. hot mess. Mm-hmm. But I, I love that about all of them. Mm-hmm. I love LVP for all of her quirks and all of her underhanded dealings. That's fun. Yeah. That's a fun housewife yeah. and her fabulousness. Oh and then gosh. the good stuff she does for charities and oh, she's yeah. changing the world in a lot of ways. It's like, why can't we just love them all and keep them on the show and let them fight and come back? Yeah. They're making this a very serious issue. They are. And it kind of pisses me off because I'm like, really? you're gonna, This is the hill you're going to yeah. die on? Lucy, Lucy, oh, mother my. trucking, apple juicy yeah. is going to be the demise of this whole cast. Right, right. I mean, we come here to be entertained and to like forget about our own woes. And so when you're right. putting something this hard, like... Friendships are, like, breaking apart. Our husbands are going to prison. I mean, what the hell? You just got to head over to Love After Lockup on Wee oh, TV if you yes. want to see, see some real stories unfold. That's fabulous. Do you know you can go to prisonmates.com? It's a, yeah. it's a dating site. Meetaninmate.com. Oh, yes. meetaninmate.com. We've researched this oh, in have? depth on the Pink Shade <laughs> Facebook group. And we found that there are many eligible people out there looking for a pen pal. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So Come if you want to write you some letters, ah, no, no. then you go ahead and get on meetaninmate.com. I love it. 
All right. Well, speaking of inmates, let's talk about the countess who just last year was getting a bologna sandwich thrown at her with a mustard packet in it. And this year is feeling her oats. Mm -hmm. I mean, she, to me, I'll just say, you guys, she was so obnoxious last week with, I don't want the fish room. Dorinda, can you schedule me a massage? Is your yoga teacher available? I have bad memories here. You think people would be sensitive to me. I was like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. There's no humility. She went cuckoo last week. Yeah. She was a monster. Yeah. And that's a beautiful uh, room that you were in. I mean, I don't care if I got dead animals on it or not. I'll sleep in the fish room. (laughs) Sonny Morgan sleeps in a chair half the time in a stolen robe, Mm -hmm. in the stolen pajamas from Dorinda's closet. Oh my gosh. Always stealing. I know. She steals everything. Sonia's my fave. Yeah. Oh, I love it. She's so pretty. She is my fave. (laughs) Duct taping her towels up to the windows. She's got her crazy moldy townhouse. I love her so much. She's fun. But yeah, I mean, I can't can't see Sonia. She would probably, yeah, she'll be petty and like talk about rooms or whatever. But at the end of the day, she's not going to throw a countess fit. No. Luann. Yeah. That was really out of line. The the self-righteousness of some of these women, I'm like, yeah. Sometimes you you wish you could just shake them or slap them or... Or do something. It's do you not think, real. Do you think Luann's in a good place? And we don't have to get too deep here, but you yeah. guys, next week, or I'm sorry, no, this week on my Patreon, I'm going to be talking to Kirsty Moore from the Reality TV and Me podcast. We're going to be talking, doing a, basically a deeper dive on recovery and reality TV and just all of the things that go into it. And those of you who are Patreon members know I do go deeper on those issues over there. I think it's really important to talk about. But on a, just like to the level we want to discuss it, mm-hmm. do you think Luann's in a good place in her sobriety? On this show. On this show. From what we see. Woo. That's a hard question. I mean, I think she's on a good path because she's admitting that she is. So I think that's a huge step. That is a huge step. She's actually. not in denial. Mm-hmm. That yeah, I did, and I'm now at a soup kitchen, and I'm getting my soup and putting them in bowls for people um, during her community service. So I, I do, and I think that she has her girlfriend that's really there supporting her, mm-hmm. the one who had the clam bake. I'm, I'm forgetting her name, Barbara. What do you think? Yeah, Barbara. Barbara. Oh, that girl could kick my ass. I mean, look at her arms. She brings <laughs> a toolkit with her everywhere. Yeah. Oh, she right. sells those lady yeah. tools. Oh, she does. Oh, that's, I love that. That's one of her big businesses. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. It's like toolkits for ladies. Oh, but they're like actual tools, but they're cute. Oh my gosh, it's like a good gift. Yeah, yeah. I think she's really good. Um, oh, you do good. So you're not getting. T- a lot of people are getting turned off by her, and really? I'm really trying to just press pause on judging her mm-hmm. too much because mm-hmm. I really want to see it unfold. But she's. She's coming on a little strong yeah. for a new cast member. For Okay. Yeah. However, she's not being boring. That's true. So. Yeah. Well, when she had that uh, interaction with. Um, um, Dorinda. Yes. And when she came into her place. At so the apartment. To... Yes. What she's did not... you think? I was like, yeah, she's like, fuck, I don't need, I'm not going to decorate your place. But I'm not going to do this. I'm like, is that what you think? Like, she could care less. Like, I would be intimidated by this woman. And I do. I think she's got, I think she's got Luann's back. And this is another you know, it's so interesting, like Cynthia and Nini, very close, almost codependent. And then you have Kyle and, you know, Lisa. I see this woman being her now wing woman. Oh, my God, completely. She yeah. was brought in to be Luann's heavy. I yeah. mean, to be yeah. the enforcer. Like, and to be the defender of Luann, yeah. as if Luann needs one. 
Right. I mean, I mean, she could handle she it herself. She looks great, though. She looks fabulous, oh and I can't wait to see her in L.A. You guys, remember, I'm going to Countess and Friends in L.A. on May 3rd. That's a Friday night, and there are still tickets available. And the next night, I'll be with Mary Payne, your favorite recapper of Seeking Sister Wife and Love After Lockup and 90 Day Fiance. You know her from Payne in the Pod. May 4th, Mary Payne and I are going to tentatively get a table at pump and then we can do a little pink shade paint in the pod meetup. We can walk over to Tom, Tom, maybe snag some selfies with who's hanging around. I'm going to reach out to some of the cast and see if they'll at least show up to do some Instagram lives with us or something. And you guys were getting some really good swag. So come to these events and we want to hug you in person and give you some fun pink shade gifts. But let's get back to the countess. Let's get back to the countess. I feel like, um, I feel like she is good in that she's admitting she has a problem. That's one step more than most people, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's not just people forcing her to do things. However, her lack of humility Mm -hmm. and her demanding apologies out of everyone else is not looking like healthy recovery to Mm me. Uh, it, It doesn't look like a place you should be at when you're just at the beginning. Right those steps you shouldn't be really demanding massages and rooms and apologies from everyone for doing you wrong i think her ego and doing this countess and friends thing is making her feel like well all that's behind me i'm good and that is really dangerous it is and i like you said not getting too deep into it just because of experience when you're an alcoholic you don't realize the amount of hurt that you cause to people who are close to you so agree honey you need to be asking for people to forgive you that's what i said this week on jenny's show i said i totally agree with you krista because that's a time to really just reflect and start making living amends to people by trying to act differently and make different choices you getting help yeah people helping you you know how to make new choices and be sober through them Mm -hmm. feel all your feelings you shouldn't be walking around like you did me wrong uh yeah what Mm-hmm. That is like Luann's crazy for doing that. She's not a countenance anymore. Oh my god, girl! <laughs> come, <laughs> come to the Verona area or Maisel Matey. Oh my god! And you can hang with real women. Seriously, yeah. I know mm-hmm. real, and all of us are real people who yeah. are watching these shows, and yeah. we're like, "Are you serious?" I mean, first of all, I would sleep in that freaking fish room. And yes, yeah. If Dorinda invited my ass to the Berkshires, mm-hmm. I would sleep on the stoop. Yeah. You know, I would sleep out there with the Bethany crying statue. Oh my, there I needed to sleep. Give me a hammock. I'll be fine. All right, last question. If you had to axe anyone from any Housewives show that's on right now, so the current ones on are Atlanta, mm-hmm. Beverly Hills, and New York. Oh my. Mm-hmm. If you had to like axe one person, who would it be? Oh, like get rid of someone? Get rid of them for next season. So again, we're talking Atlanta, Atlanta, New York, or Beverly Hills. Atlanta, New York, or Beverly Hills. Um, I probably... Ooh, that's a hard one, girl. I know. They're all like the MVP. Because I'm liking Marlo. I was like, Marlo. I love Marlo, though. What do you think about uh, Eva know, yeah. or Shamari? Shamari. Shamari, yeah. okay. You just I, aren't feeling her. I'm not feeling her. No, I'm she's not just her. sort of bringing like a drunken. And she, she'll be the next one. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, I mean, uh, no, I don't think she really gives much. She doesn't give much. She's kind of goofy, and she kind of has like a fun mm-hmm. energy sometimes. Yeah. But she doesn't. She doesn't have a lot of depth. 
Right. I don't think I don't that. Think. I think Eva's beautiful to look at. I hopefully she's <laughs> hopefully she'll like be honest um, with what's really going on because that's really hard to believe. Like I know Tracy's mentioned it too. If you have someone that's like you have a restraining order and you're out on. TV? Yeah. How real is that? Right. <laughs> she's like, I can't have people finding me. Yeah. She's on a nationally broadcast cable right. show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, maybe a bad plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. No, honey. No, 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 no. Yeah. I love it all the women. I do love the women on Atlanta when they know that they're hearing a lie and they're like, they, their faces mm. can't hide anything. Right. Yeah. They're like, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, New York is good with that too. Just calling each other out. I love the pace of New York too. How mm-hmm. rapid it is. Yeah. I love that franchise because more happens in one episode than sometimes happens in an entire season True on that. another show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, what, what, what? There's like seven fights, seven storylines. It's so fast. Yeah. It could be a little intense and stressful watching it, though. Right. And I love Beverly Hills because the thing that people complain about, and I complain about, too, is how fake they are. But that's <laughs> so much that's what the show is. <laughs> it's about the yeah. facade of yeah. what you think someone is mm-hmm. and what they really are. Yeah. The one who probably uh, annoys me the most, though, is, uh, is uh, Dorit. She and... Yeah. I just... It, I, she really does. I mean, she really is. I'm like, girl... Where are you? Like, that just bugs me. I'm like, you take so much time to make sure you look so good. At least Erica Jane's uh, son is old enough and he's out of the house. I'm like, take care of your babies. Why? How are you looking this damn good? They have like four nannies. That drives me crazy. Yeah. I I just, I have a hard time with that. I have a hard time with that. I have a hard time (laughs) thinking about how they're paying for those nannies. Okay. Because they are totally bankrupt. Or if not, they're on the way there. Yeah. They are just such posers. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for the time when it all comes to light. I'm like, have you not watched what happened to Teresa and Joe Gigi's? Oh, like, have you not yes. watched what happened to the Bellinos in Orange County? Like, yeah. this comes out eventually. And we're yeah. already seeing the articles. But instead of talking about all PK's gambling deaths, right. we're talking about a dog. Which is... Oh, oh I was love like, him! That was perfect timing. I, I, <laughs> it was! I was like, I know it. My people are talking to me. That was great. Oh, my God. That's so cute. You guys, hold on. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Chewy just basically ended our podcast on that note. I have him in my lap right now (laughs) because he is a hot mess. Krista, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, my gosh. It was so fun. Can you tell people where to follow you on social media? Oh, yes, girl. How to find you. Oh, you're sweet. Um, You can go to madtownjams.com. You can stream. We also have an app on Apple. Um, It's 93 and Jams. Very cool. Uh, Yeah. Um, Also, you could follow us on our Facebook page, Krista in the Morning Rush. Um, as well, and uh, Night Through and Jam Snapchat and Instagram, Krista in the Morning Rush. You guys are all over so All over. Just I love faster. how many videos you post. Oh. You guys are always doing videos. Yeah, it's really fun. fun. Thank you. Yeah. Well, like thanks again. Thank we'll you. We'll do this again. Okay. Oh, I love it. Thanks, everyone. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.